When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And George Norrie back here with Steve Burgess, our special guest, one of the world's leading hypnotherapists, past life regressionists. He has completed thousands of past life regression sessions, helping his clients with a wide range of issues, including phobias, anxieties, depression, addiction, physical illness, and performance anxiety. His work involves using hypnosis to regress people back to the emotional root causes of their problems, often back into a previous lifetime. His YouTube channel is called Hypno for All, I'll spell it H Y P N O 4, the letter, that's the number for all, features free hypnotherapy recordings. Steve divides his time between the United Kingdom and Norway. Steve, welcome to the program. Hello, good morning, Noah. Good morning from the UK, George. How are you these days? Uh, very well, thank you. Very, very well indeed, and uh, extraordinarily busy and. Um, just uh, recorded my first book, Famous Past Lives, as an audio book. So uh, that's been great fun making the recording. And um, yeah, it's just very, very busy indeed. Good for you. We had a lot of great response when you were on with me in October of last year, by the way. Right, thank you. Yes, I had a lot of responses over here from people, actually, yes. And uh, yeah, it was, it was quite remarkable. It's, it's actually shocked me how many people listen to your show. It's oh, it's huge. Worldwide, worldwide, <laughs> yeah. Stephen. How did you get involved in past life hypnotherapies? It was almost by accident. Um, I'd been practicing as a hypnotherapist for about six months, just using standard basic hypnosis, uh, which really means using hypnotic suggestions and visualizations to aim to reprogram the subconscious. And um, and then the story I was telling is this, this young man came to me with a severe anxiety state um, because I wasn't trained in past lives. I should mention that at the start. Um, uh, a young man came with a severe anxiety state, and he was shaking in front of me in the chair, uh, hyperventilating, uh, stammering and stuttering his words out in, in, uh, when he arrived at my office. 
Um, and he'd always been anxious, but he said, as I've got older, and as I've as of when the children came along, he said, then the, the anxieties got much worse. He was getting panic attacks regularly. Um, and so I asked him if he'd had a very stressful life, and he hadn't. I mean, you know, usually what we're looking in regression for are some clues as to the causes of the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, tell me about your life. Have you had many traumas in your life? Was your childhood very traumatic? Then there was nothing really to hang our hats on. So I took him into trance, guided him into a nice hypnotic trance, and, and he relaxed beautifully. He laid in my reclining chair. He, his breathing slowed down. He calmed down. And at that stage, I'm thinking, well, this is a fairly standard session. I'll just feed the subconscious with suggestions about being less stressed. And uh, and that should be you know, a normal session. And then all of a sudden, it just went to pieces he started to shake in the chair he started to breathe heavily his head moved from side to side and he then started to talk and he was sort of half shouting and half whispering um and he was obviously experiencing something in his mind and he kept he started to say something like no no hide 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 in here hide quickly 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 come on bring the children hide quickly quickly and as he, I mean, he was saying this, it was much more tense than the way I'm deli- uh, relaying it. Um, and then the, the, this went on for a minute or so, and then suddenly he went quiet. And then suddenly he started to scream and yell and writhe, no, 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 not the children, no, 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 ah! He let out this great big scream and then flopped in the chair, uh, completely prone. And... Um, and he was just, I, I thought, what on earth is this about? This is extraordinary. Jeez. I mean, I really wasn't expecting it. No, not like that. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and so I said, how do you feel? And he said, I feel wonderful. He laid in my chair. He just said, I feel absolutely wonderful. He said, the, all the anxiety is gone. I've never felt this calm in my life before. So I said, what was happening? Well, he said, he said to me, what on earth was happening? I said, well, I think you were maybe in a past life. I said, tell me, what were you seeing? He said, well, I was a man, and, and my wife and I were trying to hide the children. Soldiers were trying to find them. Oh, my gosh. Soldiers were looking for it. I think there were Nazi soldiers, he said. So it was the Second World War. And he said, they found where we were hiding. They burst in, and they just shot us and killed, killed us all. Ugh. So he said... What was that about? I said, well, you've obviously experienced a past life. How do you feel? He said, I, I just feel amazing. I've never felt this calm in my life. And, and his anxiety state was completely cured in 10 minutes. What is it about past lives, Steve, that allow people in their current life to get over their phobias? What it is, is uh, I mean, the, the, the regression concept or the model of regression is that all of our issues whatever they are, come from locked-in feelings and emotions from past traumas, wherever those traumas come from. And those traumas can be in this life, they can be in past lives. We can even inherit them from our ancestors' lives. Um, So what we're aiming to do in regression is to relive those traumas, to go back into them, to release the energy of the trauma. Now, it's not usually that dramatic. I mean, we do get dramatic sessions, but uh, most people will cry or shake a little bit, or sometimes they don't do even that. They're just in a past life, and they release an energy 
which seems to have been locked in inside them. And when that energy is released, they just get better. Why has our physical body in our current state kind of blotted out our past lives until we have to undergo hypnotherapy, for example? What's the mechanism? Why, do they, why does that happen? It, it, it does appear that for some reason, once we die, um, move into spirit, we get some healing on our sort of energy field, you could say. Um, and then before we are reborn, it's as if most of the memories from the past are wiped. Um, and there are, you know, some people will say, well, this may be the case because we don't want to remember everything that has ever happened to us in our many, many previous lifetimes. You know, maybe we couldn't cope with that in this life. Um, so the, the memory just gets wiped, as it were, from the conscious mind, but it's still held in the subconscious mind. The subconscious is like a vast battery, you could say, a massive computer that holds all the memories from way back when. So in some way the memories get wiped and then we just don't seem to remember them. Some people do remember them a little bit, naturally, and children sometimes will uh, remember the previous life in their early years um, and they will often talk about before I came here to the parents I was you know I mean my own youngest son uh, when he was about two or three he said to his mum before I came here you were not my mummy I had another mummy wow and you so, accept so that you, of course how did your how did your mother react your, your wife react to that she may have been my mother, actually, in another life. And she could have been. You never know. <laughs> well, not this time. Well, she was, she was, okay, we'd already knew about past lives, and she'd experienced quite a lot of her own past lives. Um, and so, you know, she was okay with that. Um, it wouldn't be drawn on any, any other information. And then um, what tends to happen with children, when they come out with these things in their early years, they then tend to forget them. It's as if that early memory just sort of drifts away. Um, and, uh, and then, they, you know, they don't remember. My, my son now doesn't remember ever saying that. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, 
the Apollo Jim murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You had a client that came to you because uh, she had a phobia of dogs, huh? Yes, yeah. And again, that was quite dramatic. And it's a good example of how regression works, really, because um, she was terrified of, of being anywhere with dogs. She could hardly go out of the house, actually, George. She was almost agoraphobic because if she went out of the house, she might see a dog. And, and she was terrified really panic. Of dogs. It was that strong. And if she went to the local city... If, and she very rarely went in the city. She drove everywhere. She wouldn't walk if she could help it. But if she had to go into a city centre, she had to have several people with her in case she saw a dog. Um, and so she came to see me, and she was actually, the reason she wanted, well, one reason she wanted to let go of the phobia was because she was about to come over to the States to holiday with her daughter who lived in the States. And her daughter had a dog, and she said... The last time we went, a year or so ago, they had to put the dog in a kennels, um, you know, in a boarding house, you could say. And um, that wasn't fair on the dog, and it wasn't fair on my daughter's family. So um, she said, I'm, you know, I'm tired of this. It's just inhibiting the, the quality of her life. I asked her if she'd had any bad memories of dogs or any traumas with dogs. She said, no, I can't remember anything, but I've always had this fear, and it's got worse and worse as I've got older. So I guided her into trance, and I asked the subconscious to take her to the root of the phobia. And she started to, in trance with her eyelids closed, started to tell me she was about two to three years old. Mommy was going to take her out for a little trip to the park that day. And Mommy put her in a buggy, a little pushchair, we would say in English, strapped her in and wheeled her to the park. And at that stage, as she's laid in the chair, when she told me I'm at the park now, her head was moving from side to side. She said, Mummy's just left me at the, the lake, and I'm looking at the ducks. Mummy's gone to talk to one of the friends. So she was very calm, and then suddenly, again, she started to become very tense. Mm -hmm. Her head started to pull away. It was as if she was pulling to one side, as if she was seeing something coming towards her at the right-hand side, and her head was pulling over to the left. And I said, and she started again, her breathing was very fast at this stage and her hands were, were knuckled, you know, gripped to the arms of the chair. I said, what's happening? She said, there's a dog. There's a dog and it's sniffing me, it's sniffing me. And then her hand went up as if to smack the dog away. Uh, so she was remembering hitting the dog as a, as a two or three year old child. Yeah. And the next thing she was screaming and crying and screaming, it's bit me, it's bit me, it's bit me, she said. And it had bitten her on the face. Oh, jeez. Of course, one of the problems is she was strapped into this little buggy and she couldn't get out. So she was, she was trapped. She was stuck there. So that yeah. made it worse. 
Um, so we relived that. She went through the the pain of that several times, not the pain, but the the memory of it several times to release the emotion. Um, and the, I think the third time she went through it, there was no emotion there. Because this is one of the features of regression work. We often go back through traumas more than once to fully release them, which isn't fun, but it's massively effective. Once they recollect, Steve, what had happened in a past life, how does that cure them of their phobias or fears in their current life? Once that energy of emotion is gone, then the the memory is is flat you could say uh-huh. it has no trauma in it it's just like just then a memory that you can remember as if you can remember walking down the street yesterday do that we was the case for her and um sorry i was just going to say just to finish that story very quickly george if i may just yeah she um she, she i said how do you feel now and she was very calm she said i feel very calm i said how do you feel about dogs think about a dog and she said yeah it's okay i'm, I'm okay she was calm um so obviously I assumed that we'd cleared the phobia and um, a few months later she turned up at my office door with photographs of herself on holiday um, in the back of a car with a dirty great big dog right, right next ah, to her. Ha, ha, ha. Cured, cured. <laughs> Absolutely cured, wonderful, yeah. Do we all have past lives? Do you know, that's a really deep question, George. Um, there is a school of thought that some people are what what are called new souls, as you know. There is a school of thought that some people are new souls and they haven't had any past lifetimes. I'm never too sure about this. I can't. I mean, I don't know. This is a, an esoteric question. So, um, but I, I feel that most, if not all, of us have had many, many past lives, um, thousands of past lives. Um, and of course, we don't just have past lives on Earth. We have past lives as other energy fields on other planets as well. If we've had that many past lives, we probably have been around since the beginning of uh, human civilization. Very likely, and maybe even before then, because obviously we, you know, as I say, there are many planets which have been around for a long time. Maybe we've been around on other planets before now. But all of this just doesn't, as I said, it tends to get white. And Because I mean, you, can you imagine... If you remembered everything that had ever happened over aeons of existence, I don't think you'd be able to, to, to cope with doing anything now. When people come to you for help and assistance, what is it? What's that catalyst that gets them to come to you as opposed to a psychiatrist, let's say? I think um, traditional psychiatry, certainly in, this, in the UK, is more medicine-based. Um, and it's more about putting, you know, medicines inside. People. Yeah, here, take a pill that. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Most people nowadays realize that isn't the answer. Um, that's the easy way out. Because it doesn't usually cure the problem. It may mask it, but it, it doesn't usually cure it. Um, tr- I mean, and, and then traditional sort of analytical psychiatry, um, psychoanalysis can take a heck of a long time. And it doesn't always come up with the goods. Whereas... With regression, it is radical. It is fast. And, of course, people know how powerful hypnotherapy is. Um, You know, it's been around a long time. You know, there's been scientific stuff done on it. People know that hypnosis works. Um, And so, you know, and I've seen an enormous change. I've been doing this 30 years uh, next week, actually, George. um, Good for you. 
and I've seen an enormous change in the last 10 years. Um, you know, 25, 30 years ago, I had to justify to people that hypnotherapy worked. Nowadays, people just don't even question it. They, they just know it works because there's been so much um, publicity over it, about it over the years. Well, though you've had a lot of great successes with hypnotherapy, has there ever been a time where something went wrong? Um, by, by let's say, bringing up the past? Has it backfired on, on this person? Um, no. It, 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 usually what happens is that the subconscious doesn't overload somebody. The subconscious protects people. Um, you know, it has, it's like the, I actually believe that our subconscious mind is our higher self, as though we have a higher self. Yes, I do too. And I believe that protects us, and it knows it's, it works in our own best interest. So it never overloads some, uh, anybody. Yes, it can take some people through a tough time when we're working uh, in emotional regression. Um, because it does bring, bring stuff up from the past that then needs to be integrated into the present life, especially, of course, if it's been um, a, a repressed memory, one that they've never really remembered, especially from this lifetime, then we need to do a bit more work to sort of integrate it. But as long as the job is done properly, um, then it really is perfectly safe. Is the church, the Catholic Church primarily, are they accepting reincarnation at this point? I don't think they are, George. I think well, there are there are Certainly. a small number of maybe um, clergy. Uh, you, you die, go to heaven or hell, and that's it, huh? That's it. That's more or less it. And um, you know, there is a school of thought. Um, well, no, it's not a school of thought. It's a historical fact that the early Christian Church, um, some sectors of it, did teach the concept of reincarnation. Um, but of course, they, all that sort of got taken out. I think it was about 453 AD um, when um, they created sort of new codes and codicils, which they then had to follow. Um, but there is a school of thought that Jesus taught reincarnation. And of course, the phrase that is always used to support this is Jesus' words, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. That's which, true. Which is basically a direct reference to reincarnation, the law of karma. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets 
and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.